When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. One where talk is fun. Donna Valentine is taking the day off today. I guess just to rest and recuperate. She's she has like no plans, but she's taking the day off, and that's fine, and that's her prerogative. What are we judging people's vacation day choices this morning, Steve Patterson? Usually Hello. people say they have something. That's Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live and from the podcast Best to the Nest, who is filling in all morning long. Holly Roberts is on the other side of the glass for the first hour, and then she is released on parole. <laughs> and we bring in, uh, oh, I am I am Grant is coming in today. Grant, old producer Grant for us, now LoJ's producer. He'll come in for hours two and three. Um, but yeah, Donna's off. Liz is in. We have a lot to talk about today. And a lot of it has to do with Taylor Swift. Elizabeth went to the concert, and we will hear about it in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we would like to hear from you all, not just yet, don't call just yet, but for anyone who went and it's just like, oh, I need a microphone to talk about what the experience was like, good, bad, or indifferent. I have a feeling which way you'll lean. We'll have you call at around 9.15. I had a near... Death Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh my it, gosh! It felt like that. Come into the light. No, come back to us, Steve. Wait until you hear what unfolded in my life regarding Taylor Swift okay. on Saturday. Ooh. And we will be joined by a competing radio personality mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock to share their side of the story as well. We'll get to that in due time. In the meantime, we begin with on Friday. You told me months ago that you got tickets. I know. Through your sister? My sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. My sister-in-law waited online all day. She was one of the people who... She brought her, she had her laptop with her at work, her personal laptop, and just had it sitting off to the side. Okay. And was just like, work, work, refresh, work, work, refresh, work, work, refresh. Like a lot of people were doing that day. At the end of the day, she's like, I got to give up. 
She has three kids. She has two girls who are total Swifties. Yeah. They're 15 and 14, my nieces, okay? Yeah, sweet spot. So she is thinking, like, I am going to crush it here. I'm going to try to get these tickets. I'm going to see what happens, whatever. At 5.15, the end of her workday, she's like, I got to go. This is not happening. It yeah. just kept saying, like, maybe, and then, you know, it was the whole story that yeah. everybody was going through when they were trying to get these tickets. And then she is physically about to shut her laptop, like hands on the top of the lap to the top. Oh, no. On the top of the laptop. Which wasn't on her lap, but it was on a desk. And it says, you're in queue. Like, (gasps) you're here. You can buy the tickets. And she about jumped out of her chair slash Peter Pan slash all the things. Oh, my word. And then um, she just wanted... You could buy a maximum of six tickets. So she was just like, I'm just going to get six tickets together. She hadn't even thought through, like, who's all going. She's just like, I'm just going to find six tickets together. Yeah, figure the other so part out later. they were in the 300s. I mean, this isn't, like, floor seats, people. I'm not sure. riding with floor seats like many others. But I, you were in the stadium. In the stadium. Listen. And not way, way, not totally up to the top. Just eight rows into the 300s. It was okay. actually, like, it was quite nice. Anyway. Um, and so she gets the tickets. She tells, she texts me and she said, Hey, what do you think about us giving Bernie, Audrey, and Sophia these tickets for Christmas? Mm. And this can be a Christmas gift. Wow. And I was like, I'm in. Wow. So then she gets home and Michelle was just like, had to say that it's like, it was so hard to get the tickets. Like the tickets were impossible to get to her girls because they knew she was trying to get these tickets. What month do we think this occurred in? Just a little bit before Christmas? Was it like in December? How long did the secret have to be kept? I think the secret was a while. I forget when they went on, on sale, but I believe it was a while. Okay. And then, um, and then at Christmas, Michelle had printed out these little like Taylor Swift, like we're going to Taylor Swift. Oh and we gave gosh. them all to each of the girls and they couldn't even speak. There wasn't even screaming. I didn't even know if they were happy. They just their <laughs> mouths dropped to the floor and they were just they just couldn't believe it. And for years, I've been telling Bernie, my eight year old, that if Taylor Swift goes on tour, we will try to get tickets because I would love for her that to be her first concert. She's sure. never been to a concert. I feel like. You know, Prince was my first concert. Oh, wow. It feels like it just this. It's just if you can have a really great first if concert. Epic can be your, your first be one. It, that's yeah. great. That's so cool. And so um, and Bernie loves all everything Taylor Swift. Obsessed <laughs> with her. S- I saw her note on her door um, the, the night before that yes, she posted. Thursday what, was night. The, what was the Thursday night? Note? Um, the note says, says, please don't open. Yeah. Referring to her door. Mm-hmm. Trying to get sleep for Taylor Swift. <laughs> well rested. She was well rested. And then I was thinking on um, Saturday night, like, please don't open. Trying to get rest after Taylor Swift. So we went on Friday. So we, it was, and then my sister got to come too. She got the sixth ticket. Oh, and wow. so we ended up making a whole day of it. I took the day off. Because we went to the pool and had like a lunch and a pool day. And then I had um, our nanny take the little boys out of the house so that we could get ready all together and listen mm. to Taylor Swift. And everybody could be like shower, curl, hair. You know, it's like oh, a sorority yeah. house, which That's is just fun. my love affair. It was yeah. so, I was like, this is the best. And then um, we got in an Uber and went downtown because my in-laws live in Cottage Grove. We yeah. live in Minneapolis, so it's a lot easier to, you know, get there from our house. We just zip For down sure. the river. And it was amazing. Well, it was amazing. It was, she is a superstar beyond measure. You talk about 
forgetting the words. She sang 44 songs, not a single lyric out of place or even flubbed. She's a superstar professional rock star performer. You know, it's interesting because I have long been on the outside looking in with Taylor Swift, but then she comes out with a song. Everybody sings along and it's like, you know, you can't, you can't avoid her whether you naturally are inclined to her music or not, but she's got a gazillion hits. So many songs that, you know, you forget how many songs she's come out with from the very first time that I watched her, her opening night on this tour, I saw a live stream on TikTok, and I was like, wow, look how many people are on this live stream watching this tour. And I just thought, this feels so big. And then each week it was, hey, now she performed in Detroit. She was in Pittsburgh. She was in Tampa. And it has this huge feeling to it. And it really gave me, I, I just thought, boy, if I could go to that concert, I would go because I, it just seems like an absolute, I will give you everything I have tonight. And just a, a pure spectacle. Like, I think the people who went, and we'll, we'll open our phone lines in a couple minutes here, but I think many people will leave saying that was the best concert experience I've ever had. It was unbelievable. She's so good. I think there were 20 outfit changes. It wow. was probably three hours and 15 minutes, maybe three hours of 20 minutes of just her wow. singing. There were set changes. There were pyrotechnics. There was fire. It was such an interesting flow in terms of, a production standpoint too, mm-hmm. because it would be super up and and crazy, and then she would just be like, "And now we're just going to do some acoustic songs," mm. and then she would move into her different eras, and her different albums all have a different feel. I also, um, and we have to go here in a minute, but I heard mm. in a, in one of the video clips, I heard the people singing, and I love. I have long said that global singing, a big communal singing would end all wars. Mm-hmm. If we all got together and sang, hey Jude, the na-na-na-na part, yeah. we would hold hands and drop our weapons. I heard the singing at U.S. Bank and I thought everybody sing along to every song. Uh-huh. It feels like 50,000 people are singing every single song and that must have felt great. It felt great. It was just very happy. Yeah. I mean, we get there and there's like lines to get in and these college girls come up to my eight-year-old and they're like, oh my gosh, can we trade friendship bracelets with you? I mean, oh. this is what's happening. <laughs> and it was just, everybody was just so happy and excited and there for her. And it was fabulous. It was fabulous. I was so freaking tired on Saturday. <laughs> As I posted on Instagram, I danced like I was 22. Reference to her song, 22. But alas, Steve Patterson. You are not. I am no longer 22. I will not divulge your age. No, I'm almost You're 42. Older than me. Almost 42. I'm not even 40 yet. I know. But you look like so old brother. with that beard. Like, what was... What it's a midlife doing? crisis. All right. Okay. I'm trying some things. I'm going to grow it all summer. Got it. Um, hey, we want to hear from you. Did you go to the Taylor Swift concert? Have you just been dying to tell more people about it? If you went, you want to call, share your review, the high, the the low. Maybe you didn't have a good experience. Whatever it might be, uh, you can call us now if you want to talk Taylor Swift. 651-641-1071. And wait until 10 o'clock when you hear about the Saturday night I almost had. Mm. Was I at fault? Or was the other person at fault? The other local media personality at fault? You'll have an opinion when you hear that story. That today at 10. We'll be right back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Brings you home. Hello, it is Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, motorcycle season is upon us. So it's a a good time to remind all drivers to be careful out there. You know, we heard about the tragic uh, death of actor Treat Williams uh, due to a motorcycle accident. And you know what? 
because motorcycle insurance doesn't include personal injury protection coverage, it is even more important to contact an experienced attorney to get the compensation you deserve if you are injured as the result of another driver's negligence. You definitely want to contact an attorney with specific knowledge and experience. I would suggest Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. He knows the motorcycle traffic laws. Uh, He's effective at presenting evidence to a potentially biased jury. And you definitely want someone representing you who has experience in complex accident cases. You want Bradshaw and Bryant. You could set up a free consultation today very easily. Just go online to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey there, welcome back. It's Don and Steve, the experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. We have Elizabeth Reese in. hey From Twin Cities Live and Best to the Nest, the podcast that you can download wherever you download your podcasts, or it's on the My Talk app as well. Uh, also, of course, of Twin Cities Live. And she's going to be here all three hours. She went to Taylor Swift over the weekend, like it seems, I don't know, the rest of the Twin Cities did. Except for those of us who are at home and we're watching people at Taylor Swift thinking, oh, but that'd be fun to be there. That's a tough deal. I felt... It'll get tougher at 10 o'clock when you hear my story. Yeah, I did feel complicated about like little girls who just so wanted to go and then some of their friends were going and they weren't going and I could just think back to that time and I was sort of grateful that the concert was happening not during school time because yeah. I could imagine that like going back on Monday I got to go I didn't not to mention you know I mean tickets are expensive so there's a lot of resources that go into making sure that you can go even right. if you were able to get them absolutely you know like buying them directly from Taylor herself still a commitment when I was a kid my parents would have never bought me the tickets I looked a couple weeks ago just to see like could I randomly get a couple tickets and surprise uh one of my daughters and they were $1,300 per ticket. That was the cheapest I could find. Man. And Man. I'm not, I wasn't prepared to separate myself from $2,650 for a, a concert. I uh, just couldn't go well, there. Well, a lot of people separated themselves from a lot more than that. A lot that more than that. Oh, it must be nice. I, think, I, I feel like if you were sitting on the floor, you had to have paid like four grand to six grand minimum if you were buying them. I know people who went last minute and got last minute StubHub on the floor. And I'm like... How much are you paying for this? And will your children have any shot at a uh, higher education? Yeah, that's right. Either you have to way, make choices. Like, yeah. Opportunity costs. You say yes to something, you say no to something else. Yes. By the way, if you went to Taylor Swift, if you want to call us and give us your review, you can. 651-641-1071. Jill is on line one. Jill, good morning. You're on the Don and Steve Experience. How are you? I'm great, thank you. All right, Jill. So you went to Taylor Swift. Tell us, did you go Friday night or Saturday night? Let's start there. We went Friday night. Okay, so you were there the same night that Elizabeth was, opening night of her two-night Minneapolis stay. Um, your thoughts of the Taylor Swift concert? Um, it's incredible. There, she's always incredible. Just, it's just unadulterated pure joy if you're a Swifty. Oh. Have you seen her? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're in concert before. Yes. Okay, so I'm curious. I, I didn't follow along to any of her previous tours. 
How did this concert of Taylor Swift compare to a previous Taylor Swift concert that you've been to? Because, like, is the production value always through the roof like it seems to be on this one, or was this one a cut above? Um, you know, 1989 was the first one I was able to go to, and actually, I think the production may have been higher in some of the other concerts just because she didn't oh. sing so many songs. I oh. think this time... It was a little harder to be kind of over the top. But having said that, being able to experience songs from the shows that I missed out on was just so amazing and so much fun. I have a question. Do you stand during a concert like this or do you do you yo-yo? Are you up some songs, down some songs? Because three hours plus of doing anything is a big ask. What was your sitting to standing strategy? Um, well, in the past, it was standing the whole time. This time, um, you know, she did sing some songs from Evermore or um, some of the Evermore. newer albums that maybe aren't quite as, you know, boppy. Mm-hmm. And so there were a few times where we did sit down a little bit. Okay. Which was kind of nice, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Jill, thank you for uh, the call. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show as well. I saw this house situation that she had. Right, that's the folklore cabin. So is that out the whole time, or do they bring that out no, at some point? No, they bring that out during the folklore portion. With I mean, the that's like a couple situation. hours in. Yeah, and she's wow. got this mossy top, and then little smoke comes out of the chimney. Oh, really? And then she lays on the roof of the mossy cabin, and she's singing. And that's the part that Jill was just talking about, where it was a little bit more chill. I mean, there were certainly people who stood the entire time we 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 stood and then sat a little bit we sat during that part and i agree with jill i mean i think there that's what made it so fun is that it was not just one note the entire time it wasn't just like three hours of like "Ah," you know i mean it was definitely and even like it took a few minutes in between to shift outfits and dancers and move in there so there were just kind of like little interstitial breaks which felt nice too and then she would just come right out and do it again. Um, I would imagine there was a nice mix of, of people there. If you had to say the predominant group there were little girls, teenage girls, or adult women, who made up the, the biggest contingent? I mean, it was probably like a third, a third, a third, because there were so many moms with groups. It was, you know, this is the thing that I think is so special about it, Steve Patterson, and I know that you get emotional about your children, so this will make you cry probably in that corner that you're sitting in over there. But when you when you get to do something as a mother with your child, with your daughter in particular, that you're, you are just as excited about the artist mm. as she is and vice versa. Like, this isn't like... I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go, for example, here was an example, Jojo Siwa. I was actually just talking with another mom over the weekend. Yeah. She took her girls to see Jojo Siwa. Now, Jojo Siwa, for the record, has been on Twin Cities Live. She is like beyond wonderful. She's a total dream. But I'm not like a fan of Jojo Siwa like my child would be, you know, which is fine. I mean, this that's great. But with Taylor Swift, it's totally different because I was a fan of Taylor Swift before I had my child. I was a fan of her years and years and years ago. Like we were dancing around to these songs when I was not even a mom. And so then to get to go and to love her and have my daughter love her just as much as Mm -hmm. I do, probably Mm -hmm. more, but still, and to have that excitement and that same level of connection to the artist is so unique. That's why I think this tour is really unique in terms of 
just the connection that people have to her because they're making those connections with the people that they love. That's interesting. And I think that it's similar to, I'm going to use some gender stereotypes here. So send your hate mail as always to Elizabeth. But um, I thought it was Steve Patterson and I don't care. At I don't care. And I'm not responding. Dot net. I yeah. think that's still active. I love that email. Um, but I had a shared experience with my son. I think a lot of dads and sons more traditionally will have this at a sporting event. Sure. I took my son to a Steeler game in Pittsburgh, grew up loving the Steelers. We went, we were both so into it. And sports stereotypically becomes, uh, at, over the decades, has been this sort of like father-son thing more often. Doesn't have to be and shouldn't be. Right. Um, but this is sort of a unique opportunity on the other side of that gender stereotype for moms and daughters to like just lose their mind. Lose their minds. And it's a, that is, that's a really cool experience. Um, when we come back... Maddie B from TV joins us with three things we should know. That's next on and Steve. What's up, my nerds? Hey, it's Stevie Boy for Origin Meals. Save time, eat better. That's their simple mission. And it's really something that you should cash in on. Do you feel like summer's getting a little bit busy? We've been running. We have been running in June. Just we have family in town. We have theater rehearsals. There were dance auditions, all sorts of stuff going on. Sometimes a little tricky to get dinner on the table. So if you want to save time and you don't want to feel bad, right? Just stopping at a drive-thru and later on you're thinking, why? Why did I do this? You should try Origin Meals. OriginMeals.com. It's the place where you can go. You can choose the kind of meal plan that you would like. Do you want three a week, five, 10, 15, whatever works for you. But here's what I got to tell you. And here's frankly what matters the most for me. They're great. They're so good. Uh, my sister-in-law has been staying with us. She keeps looking. I'm like, April, try one. Have any. Just have them. They're great. Every time she's like, you really like them. I'm like, I really like them. I'm not just on the radio saying I like them. I love them. Yesterday I had one. It was this turkey meatloaf. It was fantastic. Try them. Use the coupon code MYTALK. Save 30% off your first order. OriginMeals.com. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve. The experience on MYTALK 1071. Where talk is fun. Don't forget... You can stream us live worldwide at mytalk1071.com. You can download us as a podcast. Listen anytime, anywhere. And friends, there's also an app just for this station, the MyTalk1071 app. Download it. Listen to anything, anytime. Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, now sure we did some Taylor Swift talk at the top of the show. And at 10 o'clock, I have a story of a near miss on Saturday night. What could have been, and we will be opening phones to figure out who was in the wrong Steve mm. or another local media personality. I'll Somebody, always take your side, buddy. We'll see if you do during this one or not. <laughs> I, I have tested it with some uh, with some friends and family over the weekend. I have a feeling I know which way this will go, but that story at 10. In the meantime, mm. move over Taylor Swift because you know who's doing more than just two nights in Minneapolis? How about five early mornings each and every week on 5 Eyewitness News? It's Maddie B from TV. Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. <laughs> one little messed oh, up dude. Hi, Maddie. Matt is my, um, was my Uber driver yesterday. Listen, Steve. Oh, how You're nice. T- Did he have um, dum-dums and water offered No, in the but back? I demanded five stars. No, he, yeah, he, yeah it, was, it was sort of strong-armed our rating at the end. Although the, the vehicle, I get in, and it's meticulous. Oh, very I'm not clean. surprised by this. And <laughs> it smelled good. And I was like, oh, of course, it's spotless and it smells good. What's going on? And then, uh, <laughs> and then Kyle told me about the drift yeah. Drift, it's called Drift. An air freshener. It's an air freshener. You 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 put it onto your visor 
and it's mm-hmm. some probably organic bull crap. It's all safe, I'm sure, and good for your nose and all that. Here I'm like, I need, good. To, I need to check the ingredients. It smelled great. <laughs> I was like, I need to find this on Amazon and, was, and purchase it. It was weird when you were rubbing it on your armpits. <laughs> well, listen, it smelled was a compliment. I know, I know. Listen, good. you're trying to butter me up. No, I he slammed my segment. Uh, that doesn't sound like something I would do. When in the car? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh yeah, okay, you'll see you tomorrow for the radio, and then we'll be talking about Taylor Swift, and then you're gonna come on and you know tell us about some municipal bridge that's opening somewhere, <laughs> some other boring snooze news, and then we'll get back to Taylor Swift. So you know, yes, and the thing is, I have though, good stuff today. If you, you did, live you on either side stuff. of that municipal bridge, you care about it. Importante. Yes. He's a man of the people. Yeah. All right, so he doesn't have a journalism degree. He doesn't understand. Stand. I was a fake journalist for like five months. And then I, I, I remember that. I ran away. Going, What's happening? And then they, well, that was the second time when they made me out. come back. And I was like, no, no, please don't make me. I went to the big boss and said, can I please not do this? And he said, maybe you won't hate it as much as you think. Uh, smash cut to a couple weeks later when I went back to his office and I said, May I please not do this? That was the period where Steve and I would be getting ready for Twin Cities Live, and I was seeing the light slowly dim in oh. his eyes, and I was like, buddy, like, this isn't going to work. They made bud. me cut my hair twice. I know. I cut my hair, mm-hmm. and they said, come in and cut your hair. Your hair is too long. Yeah. I cut my hair, and I already felt bad, like Sam said in the Bible, all my strength from the hair. <laughs> and then I cut it, and I go out and do this screen test of, like, Steve being a fake news anchor. And then they said, hey, that was good. Your read's good here. When you transition, do this. Also, you'll need to cut your hair. And I said, no, 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 you must be mistaken. And I just cut my hair. And she said, but you're going to need to cut it again. <laughs> and I love Anne. Anne was yeah, great. But yeah. I had to cut it twice. And mm. after they told me to cut it twice, this is no lie. I bring in Mandy Tadek, who you know, the, yeah, the big yeah, head honcho over there. And I said, I can't do this. And it, it was like it broke on the second haircut request. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, this is the beginning. You didn't cut They're it the second me. time, did you? I think I revolted. I think yeah. you did, because I think you only cut it once. Look at him now. There's hair everywhere. What yeah. is so this, man? You have like a Blinken beard going yeah, on. Yeah, I was told that uh, uh, Jason mm-hmm. Matheson said yesterday when he saw me, it looks like I was about to address the troops. <laughs> oh, man. That is very funny. Like in the Revolutionary mm-hmm. War. Listen, boys. You're anyway. marching straight to your own death. That. Speaking you. of marching, the parade was nice. The pride yes. parade was fabulous. Great. It, it looked was, wonderful. I, I got saw to all hop the photos. Right on the my talk trolley. The trolley cool. looks so But then cool. you abandoned the trolley. Well, Kyle you were a man of the people. So you I went out to and walk along and hands the found. I thought that was a lot of fun. So yeah, you guys great got your steps out out there. No rain too. The rain held off. It was good. Rain That's held good. off. Nice breeze. With Shall that. we talk about the bridges that are opening? <laughs> Let's, Let's do it. talk to bridges number one. People are like, really? Is he going to talk about bridges? People, they're bringing back the Furby. Wow. Do you they already did. Do you remember? What? Really? They brought, this is going to be like the third round. Because mm. we bought a Furby for my nieces. They came back again. Relatively like recently. Not 25 the last years ago. 10 <laughs> this, to 8 years. I think a few years ago they came out with one. This is the big 25th anniversary edition that's making people and emotional. Apparently. Well, first of all, they have an update. Uh, There's a little less creepy looking. Because I think that the first... Furbies looked like gremlins. Everything from the 80s they, was creepy. Yes. Well, that was true. like whole part of the like thing. Gremlins. It was like simultaneously entertaining slash terrifying. That's why we have the strength that we do. This looks like, um, what are those little toy oh. people ca- called? The little, the, 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 the somethingkins? Not oh, no. Shopkins? Shopkins. This looks like Furbies meet Shopkins. It's like neon colors. It comes with a comb and has troll doll hair. Same yeah, thing you're right. Cute eyelashes. Yeah, like you're keeping it alive or whatever. Well, whatever. You know, it has the whole like sensors where it like comes to life randomly. But here's the thing. 
The old ones, and maybe someone will remember this who's listening, they didn't have an off function. And so you had your Furby, and it was just in your room, but it was like overly sensitive to the light or the sound sensor that triggered it to start babbling yeah. nonsense. Yeah, 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 and so yeah. it would go, you'd be sleeping, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the night, it would be like, oh. and like wake you up out of a dead sleep. Yeah, terrifying. So, the com- Hasbro, is, which is bringing back the Furby here for 25 years, uh, is saying that it will have an off feature this time around. Wow, how revolutionary. So wow, it shouldn't, that's great. It shouldn't they, have so that this is how problem. this is how we've changed things. And yeah. on and off. And, uh, thank you, guys. Well, but, but then it's cuter. I mean, look, that's kind of Yeah, look yeah, at this cute. side by side of the old Furby yeah, and the new Furby. Yeah, look at the, the old Furby. one. It's messed up. The old up. one looks like Gizmo from, 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 Gren- from yes, Gremlins. This that, is like you're a, right, Matt. It looks that had like a Gremlins vibe. So this, of, yeah, now it's using illegal substances and the other one's living a happy life. Yeah. It's like it's been yassified. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It got a glam up, a glow yeah, this up. This is the whatever. age of filters. This is. It's like you put a TikTok filter on it, make yeah. it look like a unicorn. The old one was like, "This is your brain on drugs." That's like, what I that's was thinking. A, yes, yes. <laughs> the scared straight version of Furby. <sighs> How about that's more exciting. news you can use? Let's do it. Number two. Have you uh, went to pick strawberries at all this season? Yet? I tried to pick them out of my own garden, and oh. the chipmunks have annihilated uh. them, and I'm I'm on a tear right oh. now. Well, apparently. The weather has created a situation with the strawberry crop. In Minnesota, it's not that bad. Um, The strawberries are ready earlier. They're like way ready now, Mm -hmm. as you may have noticed from your backyard ones list. Um, And they're smaller because of the heat that's been happening. They made them ripen a lot faster. But apparently it's like they're sweeter. So it's like like more sugar in a smaller package. Oh, There's a super sweet strawberry crop. And uh, get moving if you want some because the weather hasn't been very wet right and uh, the dryness has made the crop you know small and so you're going to want to go get picking if you want to get those strawberries huh i yeah. you know interesting that you say this because i just had a friend over yesterday and he said you know it would work really well in your backyard hmm. is a garden and he's like the second or third time that gardening has come up i think i might take the plunge but at 10 45 hey, today wait. i have some questions for a wide-eyed elizabeth <laughs> as to where one would start and if it's too late to start now, never too late to start. Isn't he ar- well down the road to becoming like a certified arborist with all the tree knowledge that you've amassed? Yeah, yeah. tree and flower gardens are really what I enjoy the most. But I think it's time for me to grow a cucumber. Well, mm-hmm. once he removes artificial colors from his diet, I'm never. just gonna go hallelujah, praise God. Never. He's become the man I always hoped he would be. <laughs> <laughs> mm. With that, mm. how about we do number three? Okay, fine. Number, number three. three. This is fun in um, Ireland. Dolly Parton impersonators were everywhere. So this little town in Ireland has a population of like 5,000 people. What's it called? I was just in Ireland. Um, Kerry. Kerry. Kerry Township or Kerry something. Yeah, Kerry. Kerry, Ireland. I was there. Wow. Um, Well, they are all about breaking world records. And they recently held some thing where there was a bunch of nuns, people dressed as nuns drinking in the street or whatever, and they went for the world record on that. I don't... Whatever. Drinking uh, nuns in the street. It was, yeah, that's that feels what it was. Very Something Irish. about it. <laughs> yes, it does. It was amazing. Um, but this time they wanted to break the record for the most Dolly Parton impersonators in a public place. Oh, wow. And uh, they had more than a thousand of these folks uh, show up trying to break the world record here. And um, uh, what you had to do is you had to be dressed in a way that was instantly recognizable. And they had like people at the gates. And if you weren't up to snuff, they didn't let you into the area where they were like, 
like doing the official oh. counting yeah, because, to try to break the world record. Oh, I wish Mike Marcotte could have gone to adjudicate that. That, that would have been, been so cool. It had to be wig, wig and fake boobs, right? Yeah. That's the I way mean, you get it. P- I sent a picture in the email because I wanted maybe? to go above and beyond for you today, Steve. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's not a bridge, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so they had to get more than 250 in order to, that was it. That was it. Huh. 250. That's low level. So a thousand showed up. So as wow. long as uh, most of these people, which you'd imagine, you know, had the qualifications to be instantly recognized as Dolly Parton, they should be good to go. They'll know in a couple weeks. I don't have the verdict for you this morning. They say it's going to take like eight weeks. I don't know what they're doing for eight weeks. I feel if Mike would have went, they would have had an answer by now. Mike I bet is they did very it. efficient. Yeah. <laughs> He's on TV sure. producer time. Let's go. But mm-hmm. uh, it was a fundraiser too and supported some cancer charities. But the photo of all of these like platinum blonde wigs just and oh people like in the cattle call shoots you know like lined up with their dolliness listen i, <laughs> yeah. I love so the irish irish people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just imagine if you walked up on that like if you were touring in yeah. ireland like, yeah. then, liz, like if liz just happened to be there at that time and they yeah. were like where's your wig i know what great. an odd thing i would have been like let on. me get my push-up bra out of my bag <laughs> you <laughs> always fine. travel with one yeah just in case in a water bra remember you those holly oh well water no. bra <laughs> What yeah. were those? Did they have like See, a water, they had water in them? Intrigued. Yeah, they had water in yeah. them, and they were trying to like make what your for? boobs bigger. But they make your like, boobs I don't really have boobs. So, oh, like a padded you know. bra, but with Wouldn't water. That be heavy? Water. Yeah, heavy, and Ooh. so it was like more realistic if someone. <laughs> <laughs> That. I never even tried. I'm just like, whatever. You didn't buy it any of the marketing. No, Screw it. It's just Listen. the way of the world, you know? You know, I got to tell you, it's really nice as men that I am happy. What's the best way for me to say that? Okay. I know I'm okay, waiting. Think about it. I am happy if my wife is listening or any of my kids turn on something different. I'm happy that my <laughs> wiener. <laughs> Stay with me, RBZ. I'm happy that my wiener isn't. Like, I don't have to look in the mirror and say, how does this shirt make my wiener look? You know what I mean? Well, you're not thinking about your pants and dressing to the left? No, no. I very rarely have any thoughts about any of that. But, like, as a woman, all the time, often it's you're thinking about that. That's true. I am happy that as a woman, I don't have to think about an appendage that has a mind of its own and will change size without my permission. And how do you sit down? (laughs) Where does it go? We're in a riding a bike. What's going on there? Bikes are terrible. I once sat. I once had a very (laughs) painful... Matt! You're still here? I'm technically like not allowed to be here for this conversation. I don't think. That's right. The news director checks in. Nothing fishy up there, right? That's really not, sir. I'm just saying, it's just weird. It's just interesting, the differences. Yeah. It's I mean, interesting. Yeah. I'm just glad I don't have to think about it. Mm. Me too. Yeah, yeah and I'm glad too. I don't have to think about what you guys and have to think about. And I'm glad that I could prompt this conversation. Matt and I'm right. happy to be here. My Thank you treasure. for having me. He is always. Maddie B. from TV. You can catch him weekday mornings starting at 4.30 a.m. on 5 Eyewitness News. Yep. He does the uh, morning news on Channel 45 from 7 to 9 as well. And he Thank keeps you, a pristine Steve. car. Really does. Yes. Smells great. Look into the drift Car air fresheners. It's cool. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, Check the I like this. They don't give it. Check the ingredients. I don't even really know what's in there. I know. It smells it nice. Makes me nervous. Anyway, <laughs> with that, uh, Thanks, we will Liz. take a break. When we come back, we've got seeing things and saying things in a segment we call "See Something, Say Something." Vanna White thinking about sticking around Wheel of Fortune. However, she's making a demand. Reports say we'll tell you about that when we return. It's not on Steve on my talk. 
guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm-hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my mental questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you? Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by Tria. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit Tria.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by Tria. I'm Steve Patterson. I used to be a, and I don't bring this up often because I makes me a little bashful, but I used to be a major local television celebrity. <laughs> I worked opposite and helped springboard the career of Elizabeth Reese, who joins me now. That's the opposite, but um, guess what? Good morning. I just switched from Holly Bone Broth to coffee. The transition is happening now. I walked in this building with not one, but two Yeti vessels. You were drinking straight bone broth out of one of those? Yeah, out of this one. The bison bone broth that I made yeah, in my you, clay pot. Yeah, you gotta you gotta warm up a little bit then to get to the coffee. Yeah, yeah. Do you that's drink bone broth, Holly? No, I don't. You would though. I do, I do my I do a cup of coffee and then I switch over to yerba mate tea. Mm. Yeah, and Let I me... have a pot here that I brew it in in the morning. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Marjorie and I used to have a teapot in this studio, and we would share tea because when we did this show. When we laid the groundwork for the success <laughs> of the nine to noon era here on My Talk 1071. And we were in your debt, yes. It was something. Um, we Marjorie would drink so much coffee that I would have to be like, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna switch to the old teasy because mm. I can't understand you anymore. You're talking so fast. Oh, yeah. And then we had like a lovely little ceremonial tea. I think there's something so sweet about a teapot, teacups, the whole thing. I do like that Brits do that a Me lot. Too. Um I the think that that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Indians, India, Indians do it a lot. It's like, let's have tea yes. after dinner. It's, yeah. I th- that's a that's a nice thing. Does your very hunky co-host on Twin Cities Live, former professional athlete, congratulations, guys. <laughs> does Ben Lieber drink bone broth? Um, ben Lieber, he would drink bone broth. I don't think he's doing bone broth now, but he's he um, has liver. He'll do... I have cut liver. off little pieces of beef liver and then choke it down He'll and take it. Liver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole thing. Yeah. He He's doing that. And he just got back onto that every day. It's like, what's happening now? What's happening now? It's very exciting. Wow. Yeah. He but he um, loves that. And I'm really into chicken liver pate. Who's so, the more organic of the two of you? You or Ben? It's kind of the same. And it's so fun. <laughs> I feel the need to sabotage this somehow. Could I take Ben out for a night and just give him like a bunch of, you know, red number five somehow? I don't Go know out for he... blue raspberry Slurpees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it, Ollie. I don't know if he would do that. He definitely he's like me where it's there's a there's a percentage that you want to eat like the bad stuff. You know, I sure. try stuff on Twin Cities Live all the time and there's things. But he it's the older you get. You're finding this, Steve, aren't you? Like the older you get, you're more sensitive to this stuff. If you sure. If you really like annihilate your system with something, it's like wow. Pappy pounded some um, ice cream last night. I ate it right out of a carton. Um, That's so fun, though. Yeah, with Hershey syrup. 
Ooh, all over it. And then that mixes together. That's nostalgic. It has been a minute since I've sat down and had ice cream. But we had friends over. There was a little bit of ice cream left. I was like, I'm not going to scoop this out. Why would I work at this? I'm going to get it all out. So now don't dirty a bowl. Just eat it right out of the carton. Yeah, I like that. What happened? It was enjoyable. But, you know, this morning I feel a little bad. Yeah, a little little lactosey. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, this is how it goes. But anyway. um, no, there's a lot of organic talk. It's pleasant. It's um, nice. I think I already introduced her. She's Elizabeth Reese. She's... Just finished yeah, your bone, You started brought, this whole thing by saying that you springboarded my career. Do you not remember this? That was two. That and a half was taken ago. out of context. Okay. That did not come out the way that I wanted it to. Um, by the way, I'm really into cashew milk in my coffee right now, and it's great. Is this like a nut pod? Well, uh, okay. The nut pod. You know, a nut pod person reached out to me. A person called the the show a few weeks ago. Oh, I'm glad. I don't know if you were here during this or not, Holly. And no. I said. This person said, hey, yeah, I, I said, what are you doing next in your day? Oh, we got a, I got a sales pitch. Oh, what do you do? I work for Nut Pod, oh Steve. Oh, my gosh. And they said, I work for them because of you, Steve. The amount of lives changed. I don't have time in a three-hour show because to go through Because of the them. hazelnut creamer? Because of the hazelnut creamer. Because I went on this tear about how much hazelnut creamer I was putting in. It was, I was obliterating my system with sugar, Remind among other things. Remind everybody how much, though. I mean, I, it, was, it was so many grams of sugar. I was having hazelnut creamer, and each serving is five grams of sugar, and... I decided to test it one day because I could not shed a few pounds around my midsection. Yeah. And Lou spouted off and said, why don't you check the creamer? Maybe the, maybe the creamer. And I laughed at her and said, it could not be the creamer. It's creamer in coffee. Like, let's focus on the big picture. So then I poured it and then I put that into a measuring cup, the normal amount I poured in my cup first. Yeah. And it was not one tablespoon, but it was eight <laughs> tablespoons. So that means 40 grams of sugar per cup. And friends, before I went on the air at 9 a.m., I would have three of those. I remember that. So that's 120 grams of sugar. I would have one at one o'clock yep. um, after lunch. Yep. So that's now 160 grams of sugar. And I was at about 1,200 calories. And I thought, why can't I lose these pesky five pounds? <laughs> and it turns out if you absolutely annihilate your system with pure process, and in, in case anyone is mistaken, hazelnut, the, 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 the coffee mate or whatever it is, the, yeah. the whatever that one's called, the hazelnut thing, they put it in the dairy section. Read the label. There's no dairy in there. No. That's marketing that it's, they make it cold for yeah, you. Yeah, they do. That's true. You it, can that, put it right next to Twizzlers. That's referred to as an ultra processed food. Ultra oh. processed food, which I would say is a general consensus. All health experts, regardless of if they tell you to eat vegan or carnivore, they will tell you to stay away from ultra processed foods. I That person started, they, they saw my thing, they dropped their uh, creamer and then they shifted over to nut pods and now they work for nut pods. Okay, that's really great. I love nut pods, but um, I did food sensitivity testing recently and... Um, <laughs> did you get that as a Christmas present? I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I got it. And it actually almonds showed up and I've always known this about almonds. I've, I went through a real raw almond phase when I was a <laughs> reporter in Green Bay and like I was in the middle of nowhere and I had nothing to eat but raw almonds and yeah. balance bars and both of those things like make me gag to think about now. <laughs> it's like how you have that with your first alcohol. That's how I am about yeah, almonds. Right. And and I've always known that almonds don't sit well with me and then they showed up on the test. And so anyway, nut pods are coconut milk and almond milk. I'm not opposed to these things. I think they're mm -hmm. great. I just know that they don't sit well with me. And so oh. um, I'm trying to remove the almonds. So I switched to cashew milk that I bought like the big Elmhurst brand. You know that, um, Holly? Yes. And it's just cashews. And it's been really great in my coffee. And I love oh. it just as much as nut pods. Interesting. So if you have an almond allergy or something, that might be a nice option for you. And I've done almond milk. I've done almond milk in cereal. And I don't, I can't taste the difference. Like, it's not That's just true. when I mix it into a coffee or into a smoothie where you have other dominant 
loud ingredients, but even when like milk is an equal part player, like it is in a bowl of cereal, I'm fine with it. And by the way, mm-hmm. there's like nothing. In, here's what's peculiar about almond milk. Almonds themselves have a lot of fat. It's the yeah. good fat, whatever doctor. But yeah. the point is they have a lot of fat in almond milk itself. The fat is gone. There are virtually, it's like 30 calories a serving where uh, a cup of milk is like 180 and there's, there's like, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12 grams of fat. It's so I don't understand where it goes, but I like it. And so I'd be open to cashew milk. I think you should try it. But you know, the milk people, the pure milk, the from the utter milk people are upset about all these other milks saying that they're milk. I agree with them. And Aubrey Plaza just did an ad on, on, on YouTube a couple of weeks ago. And it was uh, a, a making fun of all these fake milks. And she was promoting wood milk made from pure wood. <laughs> you can make anything into milk if you try hard enough. That's yeah. right. Does it, can, you, can you milk a cat? Yeah, I have nipples. Fokker? Did you milk me? Cat has nipples. That's a great movie. Um, if you don't know the movie, everything that Elizabeth said just felt almost offensive. I know, but it wasn't offensive. She said, Fokker. It's Meet the Parents. Right. It's from Meet the Parents. Yes, you're right. I agree with them on the milk thing because I think that milk comes from a mammal, but I don't know what else to call it. Like cashew juice. I'll call it that. I'll call like it that. like liquefied nuts. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Gosh. <laughs> Almond water. That's Almond better. water. But then than it liquefied would, nuts. But like water would, to me, mean like a clear, it would be clear, and that might be offensive to water. Water people might get upset. And now this. <laughs> Vanna White wants a huge raise to stick with Wheel of Fortune. You should get one. This, yeah. according to the report, sources say Vanna currently makes $3 million a year, while Pat was making about five times that. So she wants a big raise if she's going to stick around. Uh, she's a personality, part of the show's look, some sources are saying. Maybe if they want to keep the loyal viewer, they're going to have to pay up for Vanna. Although you run the risk. If they say now it's clean sweep time, then you could be out of it. But I'd say roll the dice if you're Vanna. Yeah, she's fine. Get paid. She'd be fine no matter what. Uh, we'll be back. Donna Steve.